Hey, Robin, it's tapping in, putting information in the air like I do. Welcome to this latest edition of the Black Bird's Eye View. I hope I found you guys well. In this episode, I'll be sharing an interview, an interview between myself and ABC anchor Joel Brown. He and I discussed a $2 million settlement um, between the city of Raleigh and the over a dozen black people who were falsely arrested in and in framed basically for, you know, selling heroin. So sit back and put your feet up and take in this information. You know, we're talking to you today, Robin, because of this news that came down this morning from, from the attorneys from Nicole about this, this $2 million settlement with the city of Raleigh. Your son, Marcus, is one of those defendants who settled today with the city. Just first, your reaction to that. Hmm. I wasn't expecting um, it to happen so quickly. I honestly did think it was going to be a process. Um, I, th I thought that the city of Raleigh would ultimately you know, end up settling, but I just didn't think it was going to happen within the first 24 hours of mediation. This was the first 20. This is this is that point that we were talking about last week at the, at, at, at the DA's forum. Mediation was going to start soon. It started a day ago and we've already seen a settlement. You were surprised. Yeah, I, they went into mediation at 1030 in the morning and it was 1030 at night when um, everyone kind of got off the um, the meeting and they were told that they would hear from their attorney. Yeah, so it literally took all day up until the night. I don't know how much you want to talk about um, your 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 son, but tell me as much as 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 you can about his his case specifically and how he got wrapped up in this and and what it what it did to him. All right, um, Marcus is my third child. Um, when, when I got the news that he had been arrested, I was like, for what? And they said he got arrested for trafficking heroin. And I was like, what? And you know, as a mother, my nerves were tore all to pieces. Like I can't even, you can't even imagine what it feels like for your child to be locked up first and foremost. And, and then for it to be something that you know, that that child didn't do. And he's, he's my, um, He's, he's like he's like a strong man, but he's got a big old heart. So I knew it broke his heart, the fact that he he was in jail for something he didn't do. Like, it didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter how many times he said it wasn't him. It didn't matter. You know, the fact of the matter is he thought his life was over. He literally thought his life was over. He thought he was looking at seven and a, the minimum of seven and a half years. Um, and it broke my heart. And then it made me angry. Um, my family, we got an attorney. Um, I honestly feel like a lot of these attorneys are just getting paid to be there because um, I didn't see any work get done. But long story short, I asked the attorney. I, the attorney said it's not a, it's not um, it's not a matter of when. It's not a matter of if Marcus is going to get out. It's a matter of when. I said, what do you mean about by that? And he said that he had spoken to the other side, and apparently um, the day after Marcus was arrested. They, they, they fired the CI because they found out he was crooked or pretended like they just found out he was crooked. And they held my son, you know, anyway. Um, it, and it, it's, just, it's just disheartening. It's disheartening to think that an attorney can tell me that the other side knows that my son is innocent, but he can't go first because if he goes first, it'll throw all the cases behind him out. 
so when the so when the attorney told me that that's what the other side said and like for me just to sit tight we're gonna let him out but we gotta go through these people here first because if we let your boy go first you know we gotta let all these negroes out you know what i mean that's how i that's how i took it i got angry and i, I felt like uh, my my um intelligence was insulted like i wasn't supposed to really put the dots together to see that you want me to be peaceful that you snatched my son up like a slave. Just like Kunta Kinte going to get the drum. Just snatched up all these black people. Caged them like animals. Caged them like animals like they didn't have no family. A lot of people don't have people who can get them attorneys. A lot of people don't have money to be able to get out of jail. A lot of people don't have anything but that public defender and they're all in bed together. Um, and so I got angry. I got angry and I thought to myself... And, you know, and this was after, you know, they let Marcus go free, as free as you can be in America. You know, I got to thinking about that. I, I'm sorry. I, was, I just wanted to make sure I do. How, how many days? 18 how days. Many, how, how, many, how many days? How long was Marcus in jail? 18 days. 18, 18 days. And the only reason why he didn't do more time is because he got out. Like, literally, we don't know how long they would have held Marcus. And I honestly do believe that a part of all of this that's going on right now is the fact that RPD kind of, I think they've gotten used to having family that are just outraged. And then all of a sudden they, they get bored, they, they get, get distracted and they go away. And I never went away. From, from the time that, that this happened, you know, I felt like somebody needed to answer for locking my baby up. And I still feel like somebody needs to answer for locking my baby up. And no amount of money is going to erase the trauma that we all experienced when he was locked up. You know? What was his bond when he was It was initially 450, I think. Then they brought it down to two something. $450,000. Yes, initially. Brought it down to $250,000. Yes. These are bonds that you. Could pay, could not pay. Of course I could not pay it. Of course I could not pay it. It's ridiculous. Let me ask you this. This this system, this system that your 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 son was caught up in and everything that you know now, you know, a year later, is this a corrupt system in your view? Oh, the system has been the system is is working perfectly. The system is working perfectly. The system is doing exactly what the system was designed to do. Catch slaves. That's what the system was designed to do. And when people ask me how do I feel about the judicial system um, in, in relation to, to uh, being a black woman born in America, because I, I don't have any history to Africa that I'm aware of, so all I know is being black here in America. You know? No, the system, the system is not set up to, um, to benefit me at all. The system... They expect, let, let me just say this, they literally expect no one to care. That's, I, this, is, this can't be the first time that RPD has done this. RPD is too comfortable with it. And I want you to think about this, Joel. Think about the amount of money. Think about, and I've got access to people with records. Think about the amount of money that the city of Raleigh is pumping into the, into the streets through their, their informants. And hypothetically speaking, if, if they paid one informant, say, $100,000 within six months, how many informants do they have? 
And, and, and are they all getting paid the same? That's the bigger question. The bigger question is, where did, where is this money going? There's so much money that was supposedly changed hand. When you think about RPD, when they met um, uh, uh, Dennis, Dennis Leon Williams Jr., the, in, the informant that they're calling Aspirin, the reason why they call him Aspirin is because this guy, back in 2018, I think, um, they arrested him. They arrested him. Turns out he sold another CI then. He sold them um, aspirins, you know, as and, and, and kind of pawned it off as, a, as another, a real drug. So they yeah. bust him for selling fake drugs, right? So, so then- that, that, that came up in the, in the federal lawsuit. Yeah. That, that, that allegation that, look, Omar Abdullah knew that this guy- He knew him because he recruited him. And, and you know what's crazy? This guy, went, this guy became an informant, then got in trouble, went to prison, did time in prison, got out of prison, and and Omar and the rest of the of these cops recruited him again. So what is he doing that's so valuable that they had to have him back because he 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 was a part of the the scheme and it's worked up until now. It's worked up until now. So. Omar Abdul is on leave right now, but he's still an employee being paid by the city by the city of Raleigh, I believe. Um, the payment part is part of the question. I heard he was um, on desk duty. On desk duty. I guess that's what on leave is. Um, you want accountability for him. What about Detective Abdullah? And what about the men? What about the women? What about the other officers? I can tell you exactly what I think. Um, I think that um, RPD kidnapped... I think RPD kidnapped those people. And I think that um, the records show that, A, there's no way that they can say the Officer Abdullah did not know the CI could do it because Officer Abdullah did know the CI could do it because that's how he met him, you know. And, and all the people who said, I, I told him that that wasn't packaged right, I told him that that was brown sugar, and I went and told this lieutenant and this, that, and the other. Every single person who is named in that complaint, along with every single CI that every single person in this complaint is affiliated with, associated with, every single one of their cases needs to be revisited, reopened, and reexamined for fraud, period. And I believe that all of them committed a crime. I believe that they all knowingly committed a crime. I think that it's a huge scheme. I think that they are getting crackheads to be CIs so that by the time the chief of police give the money to the vice squad and, and the money gets put in their hand, by that time that crackhead is probably fiending. So instead of giving him the 35000 that he should have got, they probably gave him two hundred, and they all pocketed. I'm telling you. This, there is way more going on than meets the eye. And if the city of Raleigh and RPD thought that settling was going to make it become quiet, I'm here to tell you, y'all need to get all our people out of jail. I don't have any reason to believe that this is an isolated incident. And you need to get all of our people out of jail. And you need to make it look like that's what you want to do. Um... The police chief is having a, the new police chief uh, is having a forum tonight with the public over at Chavis Center, just like the little. I wish team. someone had told me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's going to have some questions with the audience. This is about rebuilding trust within the community. Um, I know you're not going to have a chance to get over that. Mm -mm. 
hopefully soon. But if you had a chance to talk to the brand new police chief, what's what, what, what would you say to her? Man, I would tell her that I feel so sorry that she adopted this mess. I I, I feel like I would tell her that I, if she is who I, I need for her to be, I'm so proud of her for, for, for taking the head and going into a situation that needs a whole lot of rehabilitation, if not dismantlement completely, to build it. And that there's, there's some corruption within this police station as there is in most, I believe. And I think she's got her hand full, and I hope she's for the people. I hope she's really for the people. I hope she's serious about her job. I hope that in her mind, she feels like she's going out making things not just better for black people, but for all people. Any, no one should be able to walk down the street and end up getting arrested and accused of selling something. I can see you getting arrested for jaywalking or something like that, but come on, come on. I think that the, um, the, the new police chief has her hands full and I don't hold her accountable one bit because she just got here. So so all we can do is moving forward, see see improvement. We're either gonna see improvement or we're gonna see much of the same or worse. And time will tell. Robin, thank you. You're welcome. And that about wraps up that conversation between myself and ABC anchor, Joel Brown. Um, I thank you guys for taking the time to listen. And I will be putting information um, in the comment area so that if you need to contact the district attorney and ask her how come she doesn't think she should be charging those for police officers um, and she thinks that she should be charging the CI, ask her that. And also ask her, even if the police officers got duped, how is that not the city of Raleigh's responsibility? Because now that we've got this settlement out of the way, now the hard work begins. What we need to do is make sure none of our brothers and none of our sisters are locked up right now on trumped up charges. We have no reason to believe that they are not locked up. So, yes, please be active. Please be proactive. And um, until next time, brief to think.